Well, good morning. It's good to be with you on this Friday morning. I'm glad that we can uh, finish out uh, chapter 26 of um, of Acts today. Uh, we've only got two more chapters, so we're getting, I keep telling you this, we're getting close. I don't know where we're going next, but, um, but we, we don't have a whole lot longer left in Acts. So today we're going to see um, the response of Agrippa and Festus to Paul's um, uh, testimony yesterday. So we'll pick up with verse 24, and we'll read through the end of the chapter, which is verse 32. So this is Acts 26, uh, 24 through 32. While he was making his defense, Festus exclaimed, You're out of your mind, Paul. Too much learning is driving you insane. But Paul said, I'm not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I'm speaking the sober truth. Indeed, the king knows about these things, and to him I speak freely, for I'm certain that none of these things has escaped his notice, for he, for this was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. Agrippa said to Paul, are you so quickly persuading me to become a Christian? Paul said, rather quickly or not, I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening today might become such as I am, except for these chains. The king got up. And with this, with the, with him, the governor and Bernice, those who had been sitting with them, as they were leaving, they said to one another, "This man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment." Agrippa said to Festus, "This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to the emperor." So we see now that the next step is Paul's going to Rome. Paul's going to Rome, but this passage here um you know i mentioned a few days ago that these 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 next two days have some passages that i just love um and that you know the kicking the kicking gets the goad yesterday i think that's just a phrase that i love i don't know if many other folks really like that but i just like that one but today today's um passage is uh the foundation of an old hymn in the in the hymnal he used to sing it the old cokesbury almost persuaded uh and that's what we sing here, see here with King Agrippa. I love Paul says in verse 27, King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. <laughs> so Paul's like, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like you see Paul almost telling Festus like, Paul, you you learned so much you've gone crazy. So we see Paul's like, no, 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 no. I know you think that, but I don't. Agrippa knows what I'm talking about. King, you're, you're with me, right? Like, you know, none of this happened in a corner. This all happened in public. And I know you believe the prophets. So you believe what I'm saying, right? Now, Griffith says, Paul, this is verse 28. Are you so quickly persuading me to become a Christian? Paul replied, whether quickly or not, I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today might become such as I am, except for these chains. I, I just love that image that, that Paul is Paul is truly trying to persuade these individuals through his testimony and through what they know. To become a Christian, he says, I pray that you're like me, except for these chains. So that line by Agrippa said, are you trying to persuade me to become a Christian? Uh, that's the foundation for that old Christian hymn, Almost Persuaded. Um, and we don't know, you know, Scripture doesn't tell us what happened to Agrippa. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's an important, um, an important story for us to hear is that Paul really used every tool at his disposal to present the gospel to Festus and to Agrippa. He used his story. He used 
Agrippa's knowledge of the prophets and of and of the teachings. Uh, he was persuasive. He was winsome. He was everything you'd want him to be. And uh, I like what Paul says where he says, Agrippa says, are you so quickly persuading me to become a Christian? And Paul says, whether quickly or not, I pray to God that you and all who are listening will be like me except for these changes. Whether quickly or not. Um, <clears throat> salvation is not on our timeline, y'all. Salvation, conversion. These aren't ours to do. These are God's to do. Um, as a pastor, someone that's preached a lot of revivals, camp meetings all over the state. You know, y'all know I love a revival. And y'all know I love a camp meeting. You know, I've been honored and privileged to preach all over the state. It's a high privilege and a high, high honor. I, I love to preach these things. I, I love to preach an evangelical message of conversion. I believe it deep in the core of my being. In my ministry, I, I've been fortunate to have several people throughout the years make a profession of faith. I've never saved a soul, y'all. There's not a single person who's come to faith because of me. Hmm. Salvation is not the domain of a human. Conversion is not the ability of a human. It's a work of grace. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's not the work of any human. So that's why Paul says, quickly or not, quickly or not, I pray you become like me because we do not know the time frame and the timeline when it comes to the things of God. That's not something for us to determine. So remember this, y'all. Our job is not necessarily to convert people. It's not our job. Our job is to be a tool that God can use to convert people. Your responsibility, your purpose in all this, what you do is to simply be a means through which God can work and act and move. But you're not going to be the one doing it. I'm not going to be the one doing it. The Holy Spirit is going to be the one doing it. And that's on God's time frame. And that's on God's timeline, not on ours. So Paul says, quickly or not, quickly or not, whether Festus, Agrippa, whether you're persuaded today to become a Christian, or whether you're persuaded years from now, I pray you become one. And so I think for us as Christians today, that means we should always be willing and able to share our story where it is we find ourselves in our work, in our play, in our hobbies, in our life. Always be willing to share the story of what God's doing in our life lovingly and compassionately and in a winsome way. But then our job is just to pray for those who hear our story. Pray for the ones that hear 
what God is doing or see what God's doing. That's that's our job, y'all. It's not ours to save them. It's simply ours to be a tool that God can use to save people. So the most powerful tool at our disposal, frankly, friends, is prayer. We pray for those we meet. We pray for those before we share our story with them. And we pray for them afterwards. Because the thing that converts people is important as our story is. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who convicts. It's the Holy Spirit who softens the heart. It's the Holy Spirit who pulls the individual closer to God. So Paul today proclaims. He tells the story. He tells what Jesus has done. He tells what Jesus has done for him. He lets this crowd, these leaders, he lets all of them know what God has done. And then they say, are you trying to make us Christian? And Paul's like, yeah, I am. I am. Whether it happens today, tomorrow, five years from now, 10 years from now, that's not my call. That's not for me to determine. That's for God to determine. So, and I think an additional thing for us to hear then is don't get frustrated when you share or when you invite or when you teach. Nothing happens. Don't get frustrated. You've not failed. You've not failed. Your job is to be faithful. That's all you control, y'all. All you control is your faithfulness. That's it. You don't control the other's response. That's not for you to determine. All you control is your faithfulness. So when you preach, teach, love, welcome, encourage, invite, that's all you can do. The rest is up to the Spirit. So pray. Pray. So share your story today, no matter where you find yourself. Pray for those you share with. And pray for God to be at work in all things. So Paul um, did what he's supposed to do, and now on to Rome. So um, we're going to read about his uh, his sailing to Rome in the coming days, and then when he gets to Rome. So um, hope you have a great weekend. I'm looking forward to church here at St. Matthew's. If you're in the Madison area, we'd love to have you worship with us here this Sunday at St. Matthew's. Uh, hope you have a great weekend. See you Monday.